Welcome back to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and thanks for coming along with us today. Uh, episode four, we're doing our Q&A number one. Um, and when I started the Wrong Advice Podcast, I kind of envisioned it as this place where uh, people would ask me questions, I would give them shitty answers. Um, could be questions about me, about life, about dating, about relationships, movies, TV, food, whatever. Um, so I went around to some friends and had some uh, questions put together and teed up for today's episode. And uh, if you'd like to submit questions for next week's episode, uh, please feel free to shoot me a DM either on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, it's just at John Picciuto, and uh, hopefully we can uh, see some more questions streaming in for the next couple episodes. Um, on the horizon, I've got some guests lined up uh, for a couple shows in the future, and the plan is to just kind of have one of these open dialogue kind of conversations where we talk about everything from, you know, life to relationships and, and et cetera, like I just said. So the first question I got um, was, with the pandemic, uh, are you feeling like your batteries are unplugged lately? Uh, the person sent me a meme. It was like a picture of a person laying down with the batteries unplugged from their back. And boy, um, yeah, I think that's a really easy uh, feeling uh, to have and to kind of understand in uh, a year plus after the COVID outbreak. Um, it's it's just been a really weird year, really different from obviously every other year in you know, maybe human history. And it's super easy to feel uh, lethargic, unmotivated, um, and kind of unplugged from the rest of the world. Um, so yeah, I have felt like that at times. And uh, other times I felt pretty good. Um, and it just really is uh, a day to day thing. Um, I think, you know, in, a, in, in times like these, it's really easy um, to feel low or bad or shitty. And, you know, you just kind of have to take each day as they come. Uh, the next question was, how have you been taking care of your mind and wellness during the pandemic? And uh, I think that's a really good question as well. Um, initially, uh, I had a job early on in the pandemic, so I was working a lot. Um, my days were full of meetings and Zoom calls and, you know, uh, conference calls. And uh, ultimately, I was, I was super busy on a daily basis. I didn't have much time to really, you know, think about what was going on. Uh, the implications of the virus on, you know, human history and the world, etc. Um, so it didn't really uh, hit me or affect me till you know, four to six months later when I got laid off. Um, so shortly after I was let go from my job, um, I took a cross-country trip. I hopped in my car, I packed it up, uh, I drove west. Uh, you know, I went as far as Wyoming and, and Jackson Hole and went south down to Utah um, Park City, and then came back. I uh, was going to go to California, but um, it was literally on fire. So how have I been taking care of my mind and wellness? While well, I took a trip, I thought that was uh, a really good way to kind of reset and unplug. Um, and lately, I've been focusing a lot on health. Um, I love to cook, so I've been uh, learning new recipes, um, trying to do as good a job as possible of uh, increasing um, you know, the, the amount of healthy foods that I eat and limiting kind of, you know, the Taco Bell and Wendy's of the world, um, and working out more. Um, so by being more active and eating healthier, I found that I actually have a little bit more energy. So I'm doing more working out and it's also then incentivizing me to eat better. Um, I've been reading a lot more, um, probably in the last six months, I've read about 13 books. Um, I usually read about a book a month. 
um, normally, so I can't necessarily say that that's much different. But what is nice is that I'm reading a little bit more mental health books, um, you know, books to inspire, um, just thought-provoking books that I think um, I can link down in the show notes below that, you know, some recommendations that I think people might like. Um, I think in, in uh, <laughs> an unprecedented time in, in human history like we're in now, taking care of your mind and your body um, is obviously of utmost importance, just, you know, even to stave off illness. Um, so for me, um, it didn't really look like that a year ago, but in the last few months, I've been doing a much better job of taking care of myself for sure. Next question on the docket is during dinner, do I sit at the dinner table as a couple or do I have dinner by the television? Uh, well, number one, I'm not a couple, so I don't sit at the dinner table with my significant other. Um, but that being said, I do have a small television in my kitchen. Um, I kind of have an open floor plan, uh, kitchen living area. So um, there is kind of the interaction of the two. Um, when I would be in a relationship, I would typically sit at the dinner table as a couple uh, and try not to have the TV on as much as possible. Um, you know, growing up in an Italian household, um, dinner time was, was, uh, one of the, uh, you know, key commonalities, uh, in growing up in terms of having everyone together, uh, talking about our days, talking about how our weeks were going in school and, and tests coming up and sports and the whole nine yards. Um, so as, you know, growing up in that environment, I try to always do that when I'm, you know, with someone. So having dinner, sitting down as a couple at the, at the, at the table versus, you know, watching TV, uh, is, is pretty, uh, pretty standard for me. So this is, uh, the following question is, is a bit loaded and, and, uh, kind of heavy. Um, but is, do you believe in God or an afterlife? Um, and obviously that is a tremendous question. Um, and one that I think I might want to spend, uh, more than just a couple minutes, uh, you know, articulating on. Uh, I think probably more likely next time I have a guest, either a full segment or maybe an entire podcast uh, to this subject. But um, yeah, I do believe in an afterlife. I do believe in a quote unquote God. Um, I don't necessarily think um, we have to ascribe a specific religion to God. You know, it doesn't have to be Catholicism or, um, Judaism or, or, or whatever. Um, I think that there is enough evidence that there is a higher power out there and that's what I choose to believe in. Um, I think that we can probably jump into, <laughs> uh, more of this later on. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, that'll make for a really good episode in the future. So thanks for asking that. What made you get into photography? Uh, another good question. Um, I don't really know what kind of kicked off my photography journey. And obviously this is a bit more of a personal question versus a generic kind of life or relationship question. Um, but I want to say it was probably two or three years ago. Um, you know, it was, it was a couple years after I had kind of stopped writing and I was just looking for something new to do. Um, so I bought a camera and I just started taking pictures of my family and then, you know, saw a documentary that really, uh, kind of piqued my interest into street photography, um, and documentary style photography. Um, and that kind of changed it for me. It, 
turned into something that was uh, a just a you know side passion to I think the number one thing that I would like to see the rest of my life uh, be. Um, I, there's just something about being behind the camera and making an image that uh, you know really gives me you know a, a quote unquote high that um, you know other things in my life haven't really done for me. Um, I I like it better than writing. I you know it's just something that. Uh, I can't really fully articulate how much it means to me or how much I love it. And probably another uh, topic to discuss on uh, another episode and, and give it a little bit more time than it, it deserves. Um, maybe dedicating an entire podcast uh, talking about, you know, life and passion and desires and what, you know, we want out of our lives uh, might be a, a good tie-in with uh, with a religion episode probably. <laughs> Um, okay, let's see. Best food for a first date. Um, I would say something low in onion count and uh, nothing too crazy spicy and something that's not going to upset your stomach. Um, I usually take people to Italian restaurants and I don't know if that's just because I'm Italian um, or if it's because I, you know, just subconsciously want to have something that I know will agree with me. Um I can get into some hilarious stories in my past on not great uh, food uh, experiences on dates, um, and I'm not sure that today is going to be that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, obviously nothing fast food oriented and nothing too um, adventurous. Uh, kind of just throw something down the middle uh, that uh, can, you know, be easy to digest and and won't linger later on in the night in case there is an opportunity for a good night kiss. <laughs> Uh, next question, best drink I've ever had. Um, I don't know if this means alcoholic or otherwise, uh, but as a child, I was super obsessed with orange all sport, which I don't even think exists anymore. Um, obviously alcoholic beverage wise. Um, I, I prefer whiskeys and scotches. Um, been drinking a lot of bourbon lately. Um, I'm not really sure what this question means, so um, I would say I drink a lot of water, uh, love ginger ale, um, and bourbon, and uh, orange juice, and yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Funny question, though. Um, TV show recommendations. What was the last show you watched? Um, I think I touched upon this on an earlier uh, episode. I, I just finished Flight Attendant. It was awesome with Kaylee Cuoco. Definitely recommend that. Um, I just finished, uh, geez, what did I just watch yesterday? Oh boy, I can't even remember. I did do the, uh, cinematic, uh, from start to finish all the Marvel movies. Obviously those are not TV shows, but, uh, it took a lot of time to kind of dive through all of those. Um, and that was fun. You know, I've seen them all multiple amounts of times, so, um, that wasn't crazy, but obviously, yeah, um, TV show, TV, hmm, let's see. Um, obviously Rick and Morty, I think is hysterical. Um, I love that show, but that's not going to probably be on for like another year or two. Um, I rewatch How I Met Your Mother a lot. I really love that show. The Office. Um, I, I mean, nothing crazy that I don't think anybody's ever watched before. Um, looking forward to when Succession comes back. That show is absolutely awesome. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely highly recommend it. Um, Yellowstone, uh, I don't think it's on the Paramount channel or Peacock or something. Um, really, really awesome show. Uh, you know, there, there's a million shows. I watch pretty much everything, so it's really hard to give recommendations. Um, next 
question was favorite movie. Um, I own hundreds of movies. Um, I literally see everything. Um, so that's a, an additionally difficult question. Um, I really hate giving recommendations for movies and TV shows because I watch everything. So it's super hard for me to give um, advice on what to watch. It's easier for someone to ask me, did you like X or did you like Y versus what can you recommend? And I feel like that's a pretty big cop out, but whatever, that's that's my shtick. <laughs> um, but favorite movie, jeez, uh, um, I don't know. I love Almost Famous. That's uh, probably one of my favorite movies. Um, let me think. Uh, you know, I do like the Marvel movies. Can't hate on Harry Potter. Um Favorite Christmas movie is probably Home Alone. Um, I like watching documentaries. There's a lot of really great uh, photography documentaries that I'm obsessed with. Uh, Finding Vivian Meyer was one that really uh, kind of piqued my interest, both uh, you know documentary-wise and photography-wise. Um, I could definitely recommend that. Jeez, um, Interstellar, definitely uh, love that movie. Um uh, Life Itself is a documentary about Roger Ebert. Um, I don't know if you remember him. He was a, a film critic in Chicago for many, many years. Um, and it's just kind of a, the story about the end of his life. He was uh, riddled with cancer, and it was really interesting. Um, lost his ability to speak, and uh, it was just a, a really beautiful uh, look into a person's kind of uh, understanding and, and rec- you know reconcili- reconciling uh, the end of their life. And uh, for a person who's... Uh, words were such a big part of his life, his inability to speak. Um, it, was, it was just a really, really beautiful film. Um, Godfather Part Two. She's, um, you know, I hate to even admit this, but the Pitch Perfect movies, they're fantastic. Anna Kendrick, I absolutely love. Um, let me think about movies from when I was a kid. Um, Little Giants, uh, Rookie of the Year. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Little Big League. Uh, the three ninja movies. I mean, pretty much anything from when I was a kid. I, I'm super nostalgic about, uh, and uh, and I enjoy. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, like I said, I'm not really great at giving movie uh, recommendations. But if someone wants to ask me if I like something, I'll give a pretty honest review of the film. I just watched No Man Land, which uh, I believe won the Golden Globe for Best Picture, and. Um, while I think Francis McDermott was fantastic in it, the movie was very bad. Um, really surprised that it won an award. Um, and yeah, I'm not really sure, um, why that won the Golden Globe for Best Picture, but I'm not a critic, so neither here nor there. Um, all right, so let's go to the next question. Long distance relationships, are they good or are they bad? Um, that's a loaded question. Obviously, I think it depends a lot on factors like age, uh, the geographic location of the distance. Um, I don't think there's a carte blanche answer of whether they are good or bad. Um, I've had some bad experiences with the long distance relationships just because I was young and immature and I was incapable of articulating how much the distance affected me. Um, yeah, that's probably a, a story for another day. Um, I don't think they're good or bad. I think they are what the couple makes of it. Um, you know, if you're over 30, I don't think a long distance is a bad thing. Um, you could probably make it work. I would imagine that you're capable of keeping it in your pants when you're in your early to mid twenties, uh, probably even late twenties. Um, you know, trust is a big factor in a long distance relationship. 
Um, I've never cheated on someone, but that being said, um, I can envision scenarios where distance uh, does cause those types of problems. Um, so that being the case, uh, you know, I don't know how to answer whether they're good or bad. I think it just depends on the couple, how solid their foundation is, how early on in the relationship uh, that distance happens. Um, and yeah, I think con uh, constant communication and um, honesty are two uh, very large factors um, in terms of whether they can be successful or not. Next question, biggest regret or biggest mistake? Ooh, wow. Um, geez, that's tough. Um, I'm not a big regret person. I'm the kind of person who likes to live my life uh, forward uh, viewing or forward looking. Um, I think when you get into situations where you're constantly looking back and wondering what if or looking back and thinking, damn, I fucked that up. Uh, that could be uh, a self-fulfilling uh, detriment for you in the present. Um, I have mistakes that I've made, uh, you know, in sports, in school, in life in general. Um, but I don't necessarily think I regret any of them. I think that you learn lessons uh, throughout life. Um, that are intended to teach you and you learn them when you're supposed to learn them. Um, I don't necessarily look at the mistakes that I've made in my life as something that I could have avoided. I think that they were presented to me as a challenge at the moment in time when I needed to learn that lesson. Um, I, I don't necessarily think I have regrets. Um, I have instances in my past that I wish I had better understanding of how important a moment was or how much it would impact me long term. And I don't necessarily regret those moments. I just wish I was more cognizant of how fleeting those moments are. Um, and I think that is a very valuable life lesson. Understanding life is extremely short. Um, and to take in the moments that are special and uh, try to hold on to them uh, during the moment and kind of recognize how special something is when it's happening. Um, because again, uh, you know, as you get older, you, you start looking backwards at things um, and, you know, look at them as regrets or mistakes or, or more importantly, with fondness. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I don't know that I've got a biggest regret. Um, I've obviously made plenty of mistakes in my life and probably starting this podcast was one of them. <laughs> um, but that's, uh, probably another conversation for, uh, a date later in the future. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all the questions for today's episode. Um, that was our very first, uh, Q and a session. Uh, look forward to having a lot more of these. Um, I love answering questions. I love giving people advice, um, whether that advice, uh, or the answers to my questions are any good, uh, will be up to you to describe, um, or, you know, kind of let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's it for episode four of the wrong advice podcast. Um, appreciate you guys coming along with me again. Um, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, rate the podcast, follow me on social, um, and, uh, look forward to, uh, the next one. Obviously, um, the next, uh, episode will not be a Q and a session, but if you've got questions and you want some answers, feel free to shoot me a DM and, uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks.